We are Chris and Katie, two Jesus girls lovingly referred to as two JGs, who want to share our hearts, our triumphs, and even our misses as we awaken to the gifts of the best. The B is for the Blessed Mother, E, Eucharist and other sacraments, S, Scripture and Saints, and T, Traditions of the Catholic Faith. You'll see how we wrap each episode around this simple and joyful approach to not only knowing our faith, but actually living it in our everyday lives. Let's get started. Hey, Katie, what are we talking about today? Well, today we're going to wrap our conversation around our tea, Traditions of the Catholic Church. And we're going to talk about one of our favorite subjects, which you all will find out we say that about every subject, (laughs) (laughs) is adoration. I love that. I love it because it makes me think back to when I first heard about adoration. I mean, I grew up Catholic, did not know about it, had never heard about it didn't know what it was. And I was actually at a girlfriend's house. She was selling this line of clothing and I was, oh my gosh, they were so cute. (laughs) And she was talking about adoration. And I said, well, what are you talking about? She's like, have you never been to adoration? I said, I do not even know what adoration is. And she explained to me that it is an opportunity for us to encounter Jesus. And she was saying it with so much like, I can't believe you've never experienced it. It was like I was missing out on one of the greatest gifts ever. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't even know what to do when I go there. I said, what do you even do? And literally Mm -hmm. it was that simple. She said, Chris, just go in and kneel before the Lord and whatever. She said, sometimes I will literally prostrate myself in front of him. Sometimes I just kneel. Sometimes I just genuflect. It just whatever comes over you when you walk in and Jesus is present in the monstrance. That was another word I didn't even know, but mm-hmm. it was you know, what holds the host, which is truly Jesus, on the altar. And he is there waiting for us. A couple of things that's so interesting to me about that is it's like our body, you know, we know we're soul, mind, and body. But in that instance, and in her, the way she's describing it to you, it's like her soul walked into that room. It was the body just falls away. And you're not so, at least my experience has been when I'm in adoration, it is more of a soul connection because I'm not preoccupied with how I feel that day or how I look that day. Or there is something about that God sees us differently. Not that he doesn't, I should say, He doesn't see us differently in there. We perceive him to see us differently because he's seeing us that way all the time, I think. So maybe it's our receptivity when we go into adoration changes. Well, I love it. Or transforms maybe. Even when you were saying that, I was getting just like my shoulders went down a little bit. Just the idea of going into adoration brings me a lot of peace. Mm -hmm. And this is really a conversation about an invitation. If you have not ever gone to adoration, or if it's been a little while since you've gone, it's really an encouragement for each other and for those who will listen to this podcast of the absolute gift that adoration is for us. And many churches have 24-hour Eucharistic adoration. Our parish has it from, I think, nine until noon every day. There are just different parishes offer it at different times. And we're so blessed to have so many different options, churches within a five-mile radius of us. We are very blessed in that. But it is a place, Katie, where you started to talk about this too, where 
It's the only place where we go where nothing is expected of us. The simplicity of that. And you and I were talking about, we read somewhere that going to adoration is an imitation of Mary's receptivity. And that really our fiat, our yes, is getting there. You know, a lot of other devotions or, or even mass, it requires a participation on our part. And I think, and probably especially in this world, and we're so, you know, the busy of the world, um, we think we have to perform and do something. And I think the, the thing that attracts me to adoration is that there's nothing expected of me than to just walk in that door and be receptive. He just wants to pour his love out right. into your heart and into your soul. He wants to speak to you in such intimacy. And sometimes we can be afraid of that, I mm-hmm. think. And I think that's very natural. We know what's on our heart or there are things that are troubling us. And we avoid it. <laughs> allowed somebody to see that intimacy right. of us, that closeness. But God is there for us. He mm-hmm. is waiting for us to encounter him. And you spoke just a moment about the busyness, busy, busy, busy. Mm-hmm. And St. Francis de Sales said, every one of us needs half hour of prayer a day, except when we are busy, then we need an hour. (laughs) I love that because we do think, oh, I I don't have time for that. There's no way. Even if we're passing by a church and we pop in for 10 minutes and just say, Lord, here's what's happening with me today. Mm -hmm. Here's what's troubling me. Here's what I'm grateful for. Here's someone I want to put before you in this way. I think if we ponder the fact that someone that we truly love and we think about not ever being able to see them or be with them anymore, that would make us incredibly sad. Jesus is there waiting for us. Mm -hmm. He is literally waiting for us in every church. We have that opportunity to be with him and encounter him and enjoy that intimate relationship with him. It's almost like, why are we denying ourselves that? Well, and it's a little like the jokes on us. Like, so <laughs> so we we are avoiding that, you know, we're avoiding, I'll speak for myself, if mm-hmm. I find myself in a whirlwind of, I don't know if it's anxiety or busy or something, somehow I'm not making that time to, that, I'm not saying that yes to go there. And I'm avoiding that intimacy, but the joke's on me because he sees it all anyway. You know, I'm not hiding anything from him. And that is part of being in the presence of God at all times, you know, that we we are to, you know, just see him in all things. So he sees our lives. He sees, and he's probably thinking, oh, honey, if, if, you would, if you would just walk in the door, like I could give you some peace so quick, you know, so quickly you would encounter me. Right. And, and because it is the silence mm-hmm. of adoration that I think is something that is such a gift and so beautiful too. I, I know at one point I would walk in and, you know, I, my brain, it takes it a little while to settle down. So of course I'm like, oh, hi, Jesus. This is so amazing. This is great. <laughs> I'm here. And I was, you know, things would come in my mind of things that I needed to do. And finally, I don't know if somebody told me this or just came to me. I'm like, go ahead and make your to-do list. You know, if something pops in my brain while I'm here in adoration, write it down and then I can be done. I can put it away. I think, you know, step one is getting to adoration. And we spoke about that for a minute. Let's not avoid it. Let's get there. Let's give them our yes. Let's say I want to be with you and I want to know you even more deeply by being there. And then once we get there, it's okay if we're distracted for a, a time. It's all right that different things or people pop in our mind. 
I, I love someone had shared when someone pops into our brain, say a little prayer for them. Mm-hmm. Don't feel badly about being distracted or, oh, I just wanted this quiet time with the Lord. Just take a minute. And if you have to do a to-do list, that's great. Mm-hmm. And then get back to him like, okay, Lord, here I am. Well, it sounds like a settle in to me. Settle in to where you are, clear your mind of those distractions. But it also speaks to, and again, uh, <laughs> this is one of my problems, is I'm so all or nothing. That if I can't go in there, do the hour, do it, quote unquote, correctly, then I just can't get to that today. And that is such a lie and a terrible distraction, really. (laughs) Well, it's keeping you away from what's going to give you the peace that you need. Mm -hmm. It's keeping you away from the true source and summit. I love that. Our Catholic Church says that the Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith. And so if if we struggle even with the belief, is Jesus really present in that house? Is he really present, body, blood, soul, and divinity? Mm-hmm. March yourself to adoration. Put yourself before him and ask him, Lord, help my unbelief. Help mm-hmm. me understand that you are truly here. You are truly present before me and help me know you better. Help me believe it. Mm-hmm. And it's also, I have never really thought about this before, but it's also such a gift to us, to our senses, you know, to, you know, I can sit in my prayer chair and I can pray my rosary and I can, you know, on a, on a really great mountaintop day, I feel God's presence, but on days where I am distracted or I'm having trouble settling in or, you know, my, all my senses aren't engaged in that prayer. But Mm -hmm. when you go into an adoration chapel, the smell the the quiet, like all your senses are elevated, you know, like there's something about that that is so attractive. And the reverence that really surrounds us uh-huh. too. I mean, it, it took me probably a couple of years of going to re- adoration regularly that I didn't bring a book in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. And that's great too. I mean, you know, if there's a spiritual book that you've been wanting to read or taking your Bible in would be great and just pondering on a scripture but I started going in with just an empty journal and it is so beautiful when I read back Mm -hmm. on the things that came to my heart that the Lord put on my heart, that it was like a a back and forth exchange. You know, I would write something that I was feeling and that I would feel something that God was speaking to my heart on. And just looking back on those journals, that's so deep. It is so beautiful. It is so true. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what an encounter. I did share with you early too, there have been some I've tossed out, right? <laughs> like that was good to know Jesus, but yes. let's not let Throwing anybody else know that. Yeah, that's really good. That's just for us. But there is, again, that journaling piece that we've talked about how beautiful that is. And it's really a gift that God wants to give us. It's mm-hmm. just another way that he wants to share himself with us in an intimate, beautiful one-on-one mm-hmm. communication. Well, and speaking of senses, so one thing that I've been doing for years, really, is listening to praise and worship music. While in, you're in there? Uh-huh. Cool. In my AirPods. Now, I don't know if that's allowed. <laughs> I think it is, though. I mean, I look back when we went to Seek one year, and mm-hmm. it was the Eucharistic pre- um, procession, and they were playing amazing praise and worship music. And 
and maybe I'm just that kind of a person too. Like I need to really enter in. I, I, I need all my senses, you know, activated, but I love that because again, it's not me doing something. It's that receptivity of listening to, no, I'm not going in there and listening to, a, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, but it I works mean, for I'm you. Yeah. But it works but, for you. And this mm-hmm. is your time with him. And music really speaks to you. Mm-hmm. And it is also another way for you to encounter him. So again, that what we're trying to, I think, get across is there's no right or wrong here. Right. This is just, Lord, I'm giving you my yes. I'm coming in front of you. I am before you. I I want to share with you what's on my heart, what's happening with me, and I would love for you to help guide me and lead me in my life. It's really such a personal, a personal encounter, and I am trying to even think of. I mean, I love the word encounter, but it, it's just like this personal meeting, you know, exchange. This, yeah, that you're just mm-hmm. you're catching up, and 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 he's just pouring grace into you that you know, and sometimes. You know, of course we can leave and feel like, okay, you know, maybe I wasn't as moved or, you know, we're, so, we can get so caught up on how we feel, but I think we have to know the truth that we have come into contact with our creator, you know, that he is right. Lord of our life and we, we are giving him our life. We're letting him lead. Right. Well, and th- that you said something about that. And when we go in to let our expectations go. Mm-hmm. You know, the gal who was telling me about Eucharistic adoration from the beginning, she was saying to me how Jesus became, you know, real right in front of her. Like she saw Jesus in his physical body. And I remember for years I'd close my eyes and I'd be like, oh, okay, you know, Jesus, that'd be amazing if you want to show yourself <laughs> to me. And I'd like, no, 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 I'm not ready. Don't show, you know, I like, keep my eyes closed. <laughs> no, actually, I'm not ready for that. Playing hide and seek with right, Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's really great for Lisa. That's not quite, I'm not quite ready for that. That would be really cool. No, but, you know, but to let go of our expectations or, right. you know, Lord, Katie found so much peace and I'm leaving here still, but still. You know, let's not have an expectation of the Lord. Let's just know that when we go, that we will encounter him exactly like we need to encounter Mm -hmm. him. St. Catherine of Labouret, she said, Whenever I go to the chapel, I put myself in the presence of our good Lord, and I say to him, Lord, I am here. Tell me what you would have me do. And then I tell God everything that is in my heart. I tell him about my pains and my joys, and then I listen. Beautiful is that. Mm-hmm. If it's good enough for St. Catherine of Labouret, right. I think it could be good enough for us. Well, and I think, you know, in a world that is, seems to be always encouraging us to know thyself and, you know, to really go through all these processes of, of knowing how we feel, why we feel it. You know, Jesus offers us such a simple, I already know you. Come, let me give you what I know you need. I am the divine physician. You know, we go to all kinds of doctors for all kinds of things. We back to the Joyce Meyer, (laughs) go to the throne and not the phone, you know, like when something happens to us, we pick up the phone right away and we call our bestie and, or whoever's going to give us what we want to actually hear at that (laughs) moment. Who will agree with me? I'm calling that person. (laughs) But he knows what we need. And that is going to the throne and not the phone. Right. And we can take all of our joys, all of our sorrows, all of those things. I know one of the most impactful times for me of adoration was when my mom was sick. 
And Katie, it was truly the only place that I felt complete peace. Mm. Just a release of, Lord, whatever you want to do, just give me the strength to endure it. Let me be what I need to be for my mom or my kids were young at the time too. And I'm telling you, it was just like a place. And I don't want to say it was an escape because that's doing it an injustice. But I was like, do you think they'd let me bring my pillow here? <laughs> because this well, is what so I'm hearing beautiful. you say is you were truly yourself and you were seen. Mm-hmm. You know, he saw you. He saw what you were going through. He saw all the emotions and he saw your soul. And really, I was emptying myself out. I don't act like some big martyr, but you know, when you're caring for someone who's terminally ill and, you know, there was just a lot. And it was my mom and she was right. my best friend and I had these little kids. It was like, I kept, you know, I was pouring myself out so much as we all do. I mean, I'm just giving you my one example. Mm-hmm. We do this in so many different ways, but specifically in that period of my time, it literally filled me back up to be able to continue to give. Right. Well, I think it's an important story to share because anyone could be listening to this and thinking, I don't have time to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I have all these things going on. I have a, a family member who's dying. You know, th- they could not give themselves the permission to go get what they need from him. Mm-hmm. You know, but hearing that, hearing you say that is an encouragement that no, we all we all need to take that time no matter what's going on. And I love that too. It probably equipped you even obviously well, to do what yeah. you were doing. Gave me the strength to do what I needed to do. Right. And that's what he wants to do on a daily basis for us. Mm-hmm. And I, I love this practice that I, knowing then and becoming or coming to a place where I really truly believe that Jesus is present in those tabernacles of every church. Whenever I pass by a, a church, I make the sign of the cross and I say, hi, Jesus. I can't step in quite yet, but I'm even acknowledging that you're in there right. and I know you're waiting for me. And honestly, you can't keep passing that church day after day Mm -hmm. and acknowledge that he's in there and not stop in to see him. Mm -hmm. And so really, I think the whole conversation that we're having today is for us, Katie, first and foremost, you know, to encourage Mm -hmm. each other. You know, we've had different seasons in our life where we have a Eucharistic hour that we've signed up for and we're attending each week. And then you fall away from that for different reasons. So I'm saying this to encourage myself right. to to make it a priority in my days to get there and to be with him and to listen and see what it is he wants me to do in this world for him, for my family, for my friends. Um, let me be what you want me to be, Lord. Mm-hmm. And only by coming and encountering you will I know that and have the courage and strength to do it. And the truth is we want to please him. You know, that is, that is what we're going after. Anyone who's listening to this podcast wants to please him. And so getting to know him and getting to know what he wants from us is spending time with him in that intimate setting. I was just saying that. That's a little (laughs) bit like, let's, we're both on the same page. And that's a beautiful, just kind of wrap up to just this conversation is about encouraging each other and encouraging anyone who is going through anything in their life to step into the presence of Jesus in Eucharistic adoration. Put yourself before him like St. Catherine of Labore. Mm. Pour out your heart to him and listen. He has something he wants to say. And embrace spiritual intimacy. That is a word that I read earlier that I thought, no, that's it. That's, you know, it's an intimacy that's special. 
and is waiting just mm-hmm. for you. Well, we have to go now. We have to go to adoration. <laughs> <laughs> Great place to stop. We'd love to keep talking, but, but we, off we go. Off we go. All right. Do you want to end us in the St. Michael prayer? I will. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Until next time, JGs, know your faith. Love your faith and live it. Hey, this is Katie. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode of the Two Jesus Girls podcast. If you want to go deeper, visit our website at awakenyourfaith.org and join our free AYF circle where we bring community, programs, and content together in one place. 